Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in. Second hour here on Monday morning. And today is Money Monday. We have joining us now from Euclid Financial Services, Manny the Money Man Resendiz. Good morning, Manny. How are you? Good morning, Tim. It's always a pleasure to be here. It's always great to learn a little bit about retirement, especially as I'm getting closer to it every single day. I'm one step closer. Uh, that's what I like to tell people. Today is the healthiest you and I are ever going to be. Tomorrow's a different day, which means we're one step closer to retirement. So we were talking off air uh, about some of the things things that people have been coming to you with concerns about lately and it kind of broke my heart a little bit when you were when you were telling me the way that people are kind of looking as they're getting closer to their own retirement dates you would I would expect that there would be a time that's fun and exciting and and of anticipation and of thinking of all the great things you're going to do but it sounds like there's a lot of concern that comes at that time too oh absolutely there's always the anxiety of what are you going to do next with that next chapter and so when we're talking with people in the conference room, the thing that's coming up the most is they'll walk in and they'll say, well, I'm not ready yet to retire tomorrow, but I am ready to be ready to retire. And it sounds like a very weird phrase to say that, but that's where you are generally three to five years before you actually retire. You like your job. You like going in. You have that sense of purpose. You know what you're doing. You're the person that everybody comes to for advice, but you also can see the writing on the wall that well, you're not going to be there forever. And so what does the next chapter look like? And sometimes that next chapter is forced on you early because either the company is going in a different direction and you don't agree with it. And so you're going to leave or you're, you've got a new boss that's 20 or 30 years younger than you that is making mistakes that you've already learned and they're not listening to the advice you're giving. And so you eventually get to a point where the stress isn't worth it. And so that ready to be ready phrase is where you're finally at that point of, okay, I'm daydreaming about what retirement is going to look like. What am I going to do with the 40 hours that I now have back out of my life? And then do I financially have enough to actually retire? Because once we start daydreaming, the first thing that comes into our mind after that is, oh, crap, how am I going to pay for this? Where's the money going to come from? And then you start to kind of do your own check and balance system of, all right, am I really ready to do this? And with with that, you know, kind of those external factors that that come down on people for that, I'm sure that adds extra anxiety that you kind of have to help them walk through and say, hold on, like, let's kind of put that on the side and just look at the numbers. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. And so when you're first coming in, there's always that anxiety of talking with an advisor, right? Do I really need one? Is he going to tell me I've made a bunch of mistakes? First things first, when you walk through the door at Euclid, it's a judgment-free zone. We have heard anything and everything that could possibly happen when it comes to retirement because that's what we deal with on a daily basis. 
And so when you first walk in, that first meeting, we call it a discovery meeting, and it's part of a five-step process that's called the GPS or the guided planning system because you only get one chance at retiring. And so you want to make sure you do it right, whether you're with a professional or not. We have an unfair advantage because, well, we've helped thousands of people get to retirement and plan for retirement. So we've done it more than once. Now, just because I'm not retired doesn't mean I don't know how to do it. It just means I've walked through the steps. I've had to go through the thinking process. And so the guided planning process helps you go through that same process so you're not doing it alone. And again, you know, with all of that experience, it becomes a proven system. So it it may not seem like it's going to work for you, but you can probably give them, of course, no names or anything, but you can probably give them, you know, case examples of, hey, here's a person who was in that same position and look at where they're at today. That's exactly it. We, at Euclid, we believe we are a village in that when you come in, you're part of the village. And so we're going to help protect you through your retirement and be with you through your entire retirement. And part of that is sharing the experiences that other clients have had. And so you're getting those stories. You get to hear, well, I'm trying to figure out how to spend six months here and six months in Florida. How do I do it? And then we'll give different examples of people that own two properties or someone that said, you know what? I don't want to own the property because what if I don't want to stay in Florida for six months? What if I want to be somewhere else? And so we walk through the idea of having a rental budget. And so there's different ways to go through it. And then there's always the the other side, right? What happens if someone passes early? What does that life look like? And we've seen every scenario or as close to every scenario as possible so that when you're talking with us, it's a real conversation. We care more about who are you and what are you trying to get done? And then we just happen to be really good at math on the backside so we can show you the math that yes, you got enough money to pay the bills. Yes, you can walk around and have some fun. And then more importantly, when a gallon of milk goes from $3 to $12, where's the extra cash going to come from? And so you actually will have those contingencies kind of already laid out for folks. So it's, it's, it's not a matter of what am I going to do now? It's going to be a matter of now we enact this plan. Exactly. It, it, one of my favorite quotes is the best laid plans of, me, of mice and men often go awry. And so no matter how good the plan is, you and I both know the world is going to kick us once in a while and get us off path. It's not, if the plan is so rigid, those little bumps in the road, life is how I like to call it, can derail the entire system. But if you've got enough flexibility and you have everything organized, it makes it much easier to tackle whatever life gets at you. You can spend more time enjoying your life and actually uh, living it and less worrying about where's the money going to come from? How's it going to work? That's where that ready to be ready phrase comes from, because you're ready to tackle whatever comes next in your life, whether it is retirement or retiring and something not going exactly the way you envisioned it. Because we all have an expectation of what the world is going to look like. Sometimes that expectation isn't exactly how we planned for it, but that's the part of being human. And it's it's funny because you're you're talking about money, but what I'm really hearing is peace of mind. Yeah, and that would be probably the most direct answer. Uh, We find that we are all human. We all want the same things in life. We want to be happy. We want to be comfortable. We want to know that what we do and what we say matters. The thing that's missing when we go into retirement, when we start to have these visions is, do I actually have enough money so that I don't have to worry about what am I paying for next? And so 
it comes down to a philosophy. It comes down to how do you view your money? How do you want it to work? And one of the things when you're talking with an advisor is, does their philosophy line up to yours? Because when you're getting advice, you want to make sure that they see the world in a similar way that you do. They don't have to be exact because if they are, you might not get the best advice. Uh, but if they at least understand where you're coming from, then you have a much better opportunity to be able to make better decisions long-term. And so, for example, we talk about what's your money philosophy. At Euclid, we have a very clear philosophy. We want to make sure that we protect, preserve, and pass along your money. All that means in plain English is your money should be safe no matter what's going on in the world. So whether the market's up or down or whether Congress decides to pass a budget or not, you're not in, you're not in fear. The preserve part is, the, is the, the ability to be able to still spend it and know that the money's going to be there later. Right? The whole reason why we saved it is not to be able to pass away and say, hey, look, I saved the largest 401k anybody's ever seen. It's to be able to use it to improve your life and then the next generations when you're done using it. And that's the pass along. It's that the money still stays with you and your family, whether you spend it all before you pass or they get to inherit it after you're gone. That, if your mindset is similar to that, then you have a really good philosophy. If your mindset is something as simple as, I don't like losing money, so I'm only gonna use CDs and savings accounts, that's still a good philosophy. As long as you can uh, clearly give that to the person you're talking with, they should be able to give you guidance based on what you like and not what they believe is a good fit. And it, but it sounds like that philosophy of money has to kind of break down exactly what they think money is for to begin with. So is it is it something that you throw at problems? Is it something that you have for when it's needed? Or is it something that you know is an investment even every day as you spend it, you're investing in something? Exactly. And that's where, that's where that first step in the GPS or the guided planning process comes in. It's that initial discovery meeting where you come in and you talk with the advisor, you talk with myself, you talk with whoever's in the conference room. And the very first question we ask is, hey, what are you hoping to accomplish out of today's conversation? And that's a very loaded question. And I know that when I say it, because everybody has something different going on in their mind. It could be everything from, do I have enough money? How do I pay for medical? How does Medicare work? If, if Congress shuts down, am I in trouble, right? It could be a thousand different things. Once you get that first answer out, I don't say a word. I don't judge it. I don't ask you, well, what do you mean? I just let you talk. And as we're having that conversation, I write down everything. And then I clearly say back to you, hey, this is what I heard you say was important to you. And then at that point, if you and I are on the same page, then you know exactly that I understand what you're trying to get done. And then that allows us to talk openly about your philosophy. What are you trying to do? What are your hopes and dreams? Because once we get all the fear out on the table, it's kind of like pulling that kitchen drawer out that's right on the side of the stove, the one that's got every possible tool and knickknack in it. As soon as we dump it out on the kitchen table, now we can see what do we actually have. Should we be afraid of it? Should we not? Do we have enough pieces to take care of it? And are we missing something? Once we go through that process and that discovery meeting, then it's very easy for the next step, which is actually starting to talk about how are you going to put the strategy in place? How are you going to get from today to your retirement. And uh, I, I, find, I find that's a fun conversation because that's when you can start to see the light bulb click of, 
I can actually do this, this isn't as big of a dream as I thought. Now, one of two things can happen. Either A, you get very excited and you start thinking, ooh, maybe I should retire sooner, or you get extremely fearful because, ooh, this is a lot realer than I thought. Am I really ready for this? Either way, it's a good conversation because you're not doing it alone. And if anybody has any questions for Manny, you can give us a call, 508-996-0500, or send them in on app chat, and I will uh, keep an eye out for those as well. I would also think that if you start talking about, the earlier that you can start talking about this with you, that yes, you can be better planning for the future, but at the same time, you might also pick up on maybe some bad habits, for lack of a better term, that you may be, you know, if you're a 30-year-old person, you might not even be realizing that, hey, this might not be the best thing to be doing, and do you really need to do this? Exactly. The, the more conversations that you start to have, the sooner you can start to see what we call pitfalls or missteps. They're things that are either based out of, um, you know, old wives' tales, common knowledge that we think is truly common, but it might be based on something that we heard from our parents or our grandparents years ago that just might not apply anymore. Uh, you know, a good example of that is, is you know, if you, if you stay invested in the market, you, you'll always come out ahead. Well, 80 to 85% of the time, yes. But we can also show historical examples where for 10 years, the stock market made no money. And so does that mean you should stay in the stock market or pull out? Well, it all depends on your situation and what you're trying to get done. But all it just tells us is you might need more information and you might need to know what else is out there. Because there's there's more than one place than the stock market. You can use uh, banks, you can use insurance companies, you can use all kinds of different tools. The question is, what are you trying to build? And are you building it by yourself? If you're building it by yourself, not a big deal. You just need to know what each tool does. If you're not going to build it by yourself, you just have to make sure that you trust the person, your general contractor or your advisor in this example, to understand what are you trying to get done so that they're giving you the right tools later. It does seem like, you know, the world that we live in now with the internet and everything available, like it's so easy for people to think that they can go down this path on their (laughs) own because they think, well, there's this app and that app and this YouTube video and that tutorial. And, but really it's, that's not going to be personalized for you. That's going to be some, that's going to be trying to fit you into somebody else's philosophy instead of trying to develop your philosophy for yourself. I, I couldn't have said it any better. So the, we, we joke about it in the office of, you know, hey, are they using an advisor already? And one of the things that we'll say is, oh, they, they have a Google advisor. Because you jump on a Google and you can t- ask any question you want. Like, what is the right age to retire? Or how much money should I have to be able to retire? And Google will give you an answer. Now, will it actually apply to you? You and I have no idea. Because they are, because Google is just taking whatever information is in the world and just giving you a list of, hey, all of these things kind of match your question. And then it's up to you to decide, is it valuable or is it not? Which is a great place to start. So don't, don't hear me say don't use Google to get your answers. Just take it with a grain of salt. Use it as a baseline to figure out what you don't know. And then go find a professional you're comfortable with. And if you want to have that conversation with myself or the team at Euclid, it's really easy to get a hold of us. You can just go to the website at Euclid FS, that's F as in financial, S as in Sam.com. Or you can call us at 401-727-2727 and we'll gladly have a conversation with you. So you've touched upon this a little bit, but let's kind of just give people an idea. 
I call up, I say, I want to sit down, I want to have an appointment. What should I be bringing with me? What should I be planning for? What, what questions should I be expecting? Perfect. Uh, so when you reach out, you're going to talk to somebody uh, at the front desk. So you're either going to talk to Justin or Louise or Chris, whoever is answering the phone at that time. And they're going to ask you a ton of questions like, congratulations, I'm so glad you started the process. Hey, what day are you looking for? Do you want to come in office or do you prefer a virtual appointment? Because we have some people that just don't want to drive into East Providence. And I'm okay with that. We'll, we'll talk to you on the phone or, you know, through the invention of Zoom, we'll talk through the camera. Uh, but then they'll ask you some basic questions and then they'll give you a checklist of items to bring in for that first appointment. They're not required, but they definitely make the conversation easier. And it's just an inventory list, right? What do you currently have set aside for retirement? Or is it in a 401k? Is it an IRA? What do you have for cash? Are you using anything in retirement that might not be a traditional investment item? Like, is it real estate or is it going to be gold coins or whatever it is that you've set aside? And then we'll ask, do you have pensions or social security benefits? And then you have generally a week to two weeks to gather as much information so that you yourself can go through an inventory because some of us know exactly what we have and where it is. And then others of us just know we have accounts, but we haven't looked at the statements in three years because, well, the market hasn't been very kind, so we don't want to look at them. But we give you a checklist. And then when you walk into the, into the office, you get greeted by either Louise or Justin or Chris, whoever's at the front desk, and they're going to say, welcome. How are you? How was your ride? How'd you hear about us? And they're going to have a normal conversation with you to let you know you're welcome. And then once you sit in, in the conference room, you get a few minutes to kind of just relax. You get coffee, you get water. If you want a snack, we have a snack. And then when myself or one of the other advisors walk in, we generally have an overview of what you're in there for. But we're going to ask you, hey, I think we're talking about retirement today. How's your day going? Is there anything else you want to talk about? And then we have an hour of time to just walk through that inventory and find out what are you trying to accomplish. So it's a very easy, open process. We're not here to tell you what you're doing is right or wrong. We're here to figure out where are you right now and how do you use your money so that we can find the right plan that fits with the way you're already doing it. Because... Most of the time when you walk into that conference room, you've had a lifetime of experience using your own money. The last thing I'm going to tell you is you're using your money wrong. I'm just going to figure out how do you use it and then how do we make your retirement plan fit to the way you view your money. And, you know, you said it, you're a math guy, you're a numbers guy, but at the same time, you've got to be a people person in this regard because you've got to learn insight about these folks. And as you're saying, you know, you've got to kind of put them at ease because it doesn't matter how much money they have, they're still going to be nervous to have this conversation. Yeah, I think the, the best phrase that I can say with that is we are in the people business. We just happen to be really good at math. When you walk through the door, and you're talking about your finances, that is a very intimate conversation. You don't sit around and tell your entire family what you've got in your 401k. I mean, some of us might, but for the most part, we generally keep a lot of that stuff close to the vest because well, we don't want people to judge or not judge what we're doing. It's human. But when you get into the conference room, having that conversation, we're not judging what you've done. All we're doing is just trying to understand who you are and how do you view the world when it comes to your money? So that when you actually go into retirement, you can start to dream big again. And that dream could be anything from, I'm gonna go on the riverboat cruise through Europe for three weeks, or I'm gonna spend more time with my family and I'm gonna go to 
every baseball game that my grandson has, or I'm going to go to every dance recital or whatever it is that's going to give you that joy and purpose when you no longer have 40 hours of work to fill it. That sounds a lot better. Than, I mean, I love my job, but also, you know, saying I can just go here today. Uh, so we only have a few moments left here. Why don't you uh, let everybody know again how they can reach out to you in Euclid and how they can get the process rolling? Absolutely. So the easiest way is just to pick up the phone and call us at 401-727-2727. Or if you're more of an Internet person, go to the website at EuclidFS.com. That's E-U-C-L-I-D, FS in financial, S is in service.com. And you can actually pull up the calendar. You can uh, book an appointment right through the website. And as always, you can listen to us here uh, on the weekend here on the station uh, on the Retirement Factory every uh, Saturday and Sunday morning. And of course, you'll be with us each month as well here and willing to take phone calls and all of that too. Absolutely. I can't wait for the next uh, four weeks to swing by. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break for the uh, quick break for a commercial. When we come back on the other side, it'll be time for the news with Adam. We'll be right back with more here on WBSM. Um. And back in now, it is time to go into the newsroom with Adam Bass. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un appears to be heading to Russia for a meeting with President Vladimir Putin. Reuters News reports that South Korea saw the private leader's train on the move heading west this morning. Reports say that he will be meeting with Putin to discuss a possible arms deal between Russia and North Korea. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is expected to sign a bill creating a notification system for 9-11 first responders and survivors who are eligible for benefit programs. Years after responding to September 11th, retired Fire Department of New York Deputy Chief Richard Allies has made it clear that his life's work is to ensure people are enrolled in the World Trade Center Health Program and Victims Compensation Fund. I took an oath of office and I signed on to the dangers of, of, of my job. But, you know, people that lived and worked in the downtown area, they didn't sign on for that. President Biden will mark the 22nd anniversary of 9-11 at a memorial ceremony in Alaska. The president will meet with first responders and military members at Joint Base Elmendorf Richardson in Anchorage. Meanwhile, Vice President Kamala Harris and the Second Gentleman will attend a ceremony at the 9-11 Memorial and Museum in New York City. Speaking of the President, he paid his respects to the memory of late Senator John McCain in Vietnam. The President stopped earlier today at a memorial in Hanoi dedicated to the Arizona Republican, who was shot down over Vietnam in 1967 and was held as a prisoner of war for more than five years. Biden laid flowers at the monument, which sits next to the lake where McCain bailed out. Vice President Kamala Harris says the attacks on her by GOP presidential candidates are nothing new. Trey Thomas has more. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, Harris responded to concerns of President Biden's age and claimed she would be worse than Biden. They're scared that we will win based on the merit of the work that Joe Biden and I and our administration has done. She said Biden would be fine to serve a full second term as president, but added she's prepared to step in if necessary. I'm Trey Thomas. And the Powerball jackpot Jackpot continues to climb with no lucky winner in Saturday night's big drawing. That means the top prize in the next drawing coming up tonight will be at least $522 million. The cash value on that works out to just over $252 million. In sports, the Red Sox beat the Orioles yesterday 7-3, and they'll host the Yankees today at Fenway Park for a game at 7-10. 
Meanwhile, the New England Patriots began their season with a loss against the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. The score was 25-20. to And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. First, yeah, a cloudy and humid day. Once again, we'll see some scattered showers and thunderstorms that'll be developing as we get into the afternoon hours and high temperatures climbing all the way to the upper 70s. For tonight, a shower or two around in the evening and then remaining cloudy with some patchy fog and another warm, muggy night ahead of us with lows dropping back to around 67 degrees. For your Tuesday, we'll see partial sunshine. I think we'll have a dry day for a change, but it will still stay on the humid side. Look for highs again in the upper 70s. Heading into Wednesday, though, the showers and thunderstorm threat returns with temperatures in the mid-70s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Bill Guile on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is 72 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Think of it as breakfast for your mind. Back to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. In 508-996-0500. I almost sang the phone number to the tune of Invisible Touch. Hey, we got an app chat message from Not Bad in Oak Bluffs uh, while we were talking with Manny Resendiz. And he said, good morning, Tim. What is the cost to schedule a retirement plan meeting with Manny? And I asked him that uh, as we were going into the news. And he told me that the first couple of uh, sessions that you sit down with him are no cost at all. You get to sit down and talk with them about you know, what your plans are, what you would really like to get out of your retirement, how you want to prepare for it. And there's no cost for the, I believe you said the first two sessions. So you get a chance to really make that connection first before you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to actually invest in having a retirement advisor. So you get a chance to try that out. And so that to me sounds like a, a great way to, get the ball rolling. And what I find the most fascinating about our conversations with Manny is the questions that people have are so easy for him to answer because as he said, he's done this so much. He's seen everything imaginable that he's seen all the scenarios. So with this, this thing that's in your mind as being an insurmountable challenge or um, maybe a black mark against you in starting this process. He's seen all this and he can help you get around it. And as he said, judgment-free when you go in and speak with them. So absolutely worth. And maybe, maybe you're still a little hesitant. You can always just next month when he comes in, call in. Start the conversation that way. And then 
that will help uh, as you feel a little bit more comfortable toward that. I also want to say that I missed this app chat message uh, from RJ in New Bedford. I apologize for not reading this earlier. We were talking about today being the anniversary of 9-11. And uh, he says, as someone who believes in the paranormal, has anybody done anything at the start of the World Trade Centers and possibly given rest to some of the souls there? Uh, I can tell you a story that not long after we started Spooky South Coast, maybe like the first five or six years of that show, we had someone reach out to my co-host, Matt Moniz, uh, and I forget their exact position. I want to say that they were someone involved in the New York City Police Department, or maybe it was somebody who was involved in the, um, in the Port Authority. I forget exactly what the connection was, but somebody that Matt Moniz knew personally had reached out to him, and this is when before like the memorials had been built and, and ground zero was still ground zero and said, you know, and by that, I mean uh, an empty site. And they said, would you like to come down with your spooky South coast crew and do an investigation? You can't report it. You can't talk about it on the radio. This was pre social media, I believe. So, or in the early days of social media. So, you know, I don't, I don't think that would have been a concern for us because we were kind of late to the game on some of that. But the offer was there for us to go down and conduct an investigation however we saw fit. And we declined that offer because we felt like it wasn't an appropriate thing to do. And now the question of that, it's, it's, a, it's a moral question that we debate and discuss quite a bit in the paranormal world where I know it sounds to the outside and maybe for a lot of people that do what I do, they don't take as much consideration as I might and, and those that I work with might. But the people that I know and that I investigate with and that I you know trust that are part of my kind of inner circle of doing this, we think long and hard about the ramifications of what it is that we do because we're not trying to glorify tragedy. We're not trying to rehash old wounds. You know, we're trying to legitimately prove, for lack of a better term, that there's, that there's something there. They're trying to make that connection. And it's not worth hurting someone's memory or hurting the living who might be associated with that person just to try to get that. So, for example, there's one location that we have uh, investigated frequently and held public events at and everything where there was a person who passed away by taking their own life in this particular location. And that person's spirit, whatever you want to call it, would come through when we would do these investigations. And we were always asked, if that person comes through, please don't put that online. Please don't talk about that on the radio. And please tell your guests if they, you know, make a connection with that person to just kind of keep that to themselves because 
there's still members of the family in the area who would be upset to think of because if you're not there and you don't understand what it is that we do, it can seem disrespectful. So somebody would say, well, why are they talking to my, you know, deceased nephew? Why can't they just leave him alone? When in actuality, he's the one reaching out to us. Now, things have changed a little bit with that case. The The family is no longer in the area. I think the, the last surviving member passed away. So we can be a little bit more open with that. But we still, we still keep it quiet. Now, this particular spirit is very talkative and loves to interact with us and is uh, great to interact with. But we don't need to put it out there for the world. You know, it's more something that's just supposed to be for us, I think. And if we had done anything at, at Ground Zero, it couldn't have been just for us if anything did come through. But it also, in, in our eyes, would have been hugely disrespectful. It's too soon. And for a site like that, I don't know that enough time can ever pass. And the key thing for a lot of the times that we go to these places and do what we do is that somebody wants it to happen. Whether it be the person that owns the property, owns the building, the family of the person who is deceased, and there's always some sort of connection of them wanting it. It's never us just forcing ourselves into a place. Now, I'm sure there are other people who have shown up at Ground Zero and brought their tape recorders and recorded audio and claim to have gotten voices and if I saw somebody doing that I'd, I'd probably either ignore them or you know publicly denounce it but there are folks who do try to capitalize on tragedy but for us it was you know kind of it just didn't feel right you know another place that we've had the opportunity the offer to go and do this at is the site where the station nightclub was. And and Matt Moniz and I lost friends in that fire. And so for us, we don't think that we could ever, you know, give, first of all, an unbiased investigation would be hard because we're going to have our own emotions attached to it. But, you know, we know the people that are still living with the aftermath of that tragedy every day and if they wanted to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with their loved one, you know, we might be able to help facilitate that. But it's not our place to just show up there and start, you know, talking to all of the, the ghosts that might be there. So that's just kind of a little bit of our philosophy of it. You know, a weekend like we just had with the Ocean State Paracon and getting to spend time with the Conjuring House, which has, in a lot of people's minds, a dark reputation because of the movie, it's totally unwarranted. First of all, the movie is, a majority of it's just total fabrication. There was no witch. Bathsheba Sherman was a real person, but she wasn't a witch. She never cursed anybody. She never killed her children. She's buried in consecrated ground. There's 
none of the stuff that they present in the movie is true when it comes to her. But it's an amazing place that allows for amazing connections. And hopefully it can be a place of, of healing for people who have lost loved ones. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen for Andrea Perrin, whose family the movie is based on. Her sister passed away a few years ago, and I was there when her sister came through and passed on information that nobody else would have known. And I saw the reaction of Andrea getting to speak to her sister, who had died five years earlier at that point, getting to have that, that connection one last time. And that's why I do this kind of stuff. Anyway, 508-996-0500. We will take a break and be back in just a few moments. In 508-996-0500. Say tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow will be the day that just another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth is reopening after their little vacation here. Uh, they've been closed for the last week, but uh, they will be reopening tomorrow. And that's a big deal for all of you seniors out there that are looking for a place to have some breakfast because Tuesdays is free coffee for seniors with a purchase of their breakfast. So how's that for timing, right? They're reopening right on the right day. So tomorrow you can head on over to Just Another Phoenix Restaurant on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth and have yourself a delicious breakfast. All of the great menu items that they have, all of the specials that they put out. And I'm just going to guess that uh, the chef's mind's been working overtime during this break, thinking up all kinds of new specials and ideas, new omelets, new pancakes, new stuffed French toasts especially now that it is the fall season. I mean, I know we're not quite there yet, but come on, it's 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 here. Pumpkin everything all around. I'm sure that they'll come up with some great stuff for the fall over there at Just Another Phoenix. And, of course, you can get all of it in the restaurant and all of it through their takeout window. So you can go to any of these other coffee shops or fast food places and only get certain items through the drive through window, but when you go to Just Another Phoenix, you can get an entire full breakfast through the drive through window so you can have a good, delicious meal no matter where you might have to be. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty sweet deal. You got to be in the office? Well, why not bring in a nice Just Another Phoenix restaurant breakfast for yourself? And you know what? Why not be the hero of the office? Get breakfast for everybody. 
just make sure they return the favor for you. Uh, so, yeah, they'll be reopened again tomorrow. Stop on by just another Phoenix restaurant, Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Uh, we are going to be uh, taking our final break of the hour coming up in just a moment. When we come back on the other side, I believe Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light will be here with us. We can talk with him about some of the uh, things going on in the city. We can get the latest on the Star Store story. We can also, I can thank him again for filling in for me last week because he bailed me out big time uh, as I'm getting wheeled into surgery and went through the whole process, came out, said, well, I'm supposed to get out of here. Okay, maybe I won't get out of here. And then I had to kind of message him and say, hey, Jack, remember how you were going to come in tomorrow for an hour? Would you mind, you know, just hosting the entire show? And he stepped right up and did it and took care of it for three days and much appreciated. It's not easy either, just for for those of you who have, you know, never done this. It's not easy to find out, oh, hey, you've got to do this and do this for three days and surprise, you didn't have time to prepare. You know, when I've taken vacation time before, I've always given Jack, you know, enough notice so that he could be ready and, and he could prepare for it. It's a different story when you're just telling somebody out of the blue, hey, I need you the next three days. But he did a fantastic job and he's really a great host. So I'm glad that he was able to do it. I'm glad that everybody uh, enjoyed his time filling in and was calling in and interacting with him. But right now, though, I do have to take my final break of the hour. We'll be back in a few moments. All right, that's going to do it for this hour. Uh, we will uh, take more of your phone calls on the other side, 508-996-0500. And uh, a little bit later on, I'll also have some details. As I mentioned, we're going to have a chance for you to win up to $30,000. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.